I am Scott L. And I'm Amber. Don't sound so enthusiastic, Amber. Why? I'm getting hungry. Oh, you're oh you're hangry. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got to get this done. Amber's hangry <laughs> now. We had a lot of fun tonight uh, talking to Joe and Jen uh, from the Two 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 Paranormal Podcast. What we call one of our swap casts, right? Uh, brother and sister duo Joe and Jen Shortridge have been interested in all things paranormal since their childhood. The siblings launched 222 Paranormal Podcast in June of 2016, where they discuss personal experiences, news from the paranormal world, and interview special guests, including psychics, mediums, ghost hunters, and everyday people with true supernatural stories. In addition to their in-demand podcast now listened to by thousands of people all over the world the paralegal ghost hunts and appear as speakers and vendors at conventions throughout the u.s uh they're a lot of fun we got to meet these guys a few months ago and we were really excited to have them on ghostly talk enjoy Hopefully this stuff goes good tonight. It hasn't so far. <laughs> Actually, we're we're taking we're cutting this again this, just to get things going uh, with Joe and Jen from the Two 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 Paranormal Podcast. Uh, we started initially and uh, we ran into a problem with the phone line. We're still working the kinks out here with the new studio, uh, and hopefully we'll get this stuff worked out shortly. But as I, I I'm going to say this for a while to you guys. Uh, keep sending us feedback. Let us know how things sound. If we can improve on things. Don't hesitate to send us an email or a Facebook thing or a smoke signal, whatever you guys want to send, uh, and let us know how things are going. We're going to get right into this, though, too, because I'm really excited uh, to talk to Jill and Jen. You guys are out there. You guys are still out there? You haven't fallen asleep yet, have you? No, no, we're here. Are you talking to me? <laughs> Welcome I was to... hiding in the corner because yeah. you know, you get a little camera shy. I was sitting in the corner <laughs> rocking. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we, met you, we, we formally met you guys like... Uh, that was back in September at the UFO Contact. Uh, it's just UFO Contact, the conference. I, yeah, it's in Houghton Lake, Michigan, and uh, last year was the first year, and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a really great time there. We got to meet you guys and, and have a chat over there, and I was really stoked to have you guys come on here and have a conversation with us. So thanks again for taking the time and, and just come on here and do what I refer to as a swap cast. This is what I like doing. Yeah. So you guys do a podcast. We do a podcast. And we've done this with people before, and we're like, let's just do a swap cast and take our shows and, you know, do whatever we want to do with them. It's just it's just cool for both shows. So, you know, we're going to do that with this thing, too, so it should be pretty cool. How long you guys well, been – go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. It's an honor to be on Ghostly Talk. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Definitely. We've been listening to you guys for a long time. Oh, come on now. So. Why? <laughs> Since I was a little boy. We like to <laughs> Back hear. in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> no, but, you know, it was just really great running into you, Scott. And, uh, you know, I know Joe was a fan of, um, you know, listening to your show, uh, giving us inspiration for our show. But, you know, we've been on the air for three seasons now. We're 131 episodes in wow. as of this week. Wow. 
And, um, yeah, we're a little crazy from that, but we're trudging through going into season four. That's a, that's great though. <laughs> you guys, and you, and you said season four, you guys, like, I mean, I guess what constitutes a season for you guys? A year. Uh, a year. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> we never we really not missed one week, one week yet. Yeah. Wow. Which really? Amazing. And with our schedules. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I, we, at the very light schedule that we have nowadays, sometimes we miss weeks still. We're just, I think we're getting better now. We're going to be doing more shows, but that's really great to hear that you guys can keep up that. Cause I mean, that's kind of what, you know, we talked about it in the past here. Uh, that frantic pace we had, even like one day a week, like three hours, that was pretty intense still just doing it one time a week. And that kind of burns on you after a while. So it's great to hear that you guys can keep it going like that. There's a lot of caffeine involved. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't hit each other yet. No, no, yeah. we haven't had any um, any uh, fights yet. But you know, that's the year still going. <laughs> no, it happens. Don't worry. It, you guys have that to look forward to. That's what happens with any podcast when you're trying to do something. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to bump heads. It's it's all in good fun we'll make though. A good, good blooper reel. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do it on the air. Yeah, make sure you do it on the air. Don't forget. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, Joe sees all my bloopers, and then he plays them back. And I'm like, I don't remember saying that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn it. I did say that. <laughs> Deny it all you want. It happens, man. Yeah, you know, and one of the things I've always said about, you know, you know, from what we've done with Ghostly Talk over the years and what you guys would have done with 222, um, one of the things I've always, you know, been kind of bummed out about being having a role that I have and Amber has and, and Bonnie has with our podcast uh, is, you know, when you spend so much time doing a podcast, uh, you don't really have the time to, you know, dedicate. Because I, I really aspire. I, I, you know, I meet people when we're on the road who, like, all they do is spend like their time at one location where they can really spend time at the place and learn the building and really get some cool evidence. When it comes to like ghost hunting, for example, right? Or and that could be yeah. for any. That could be for any feel like, you know, studying UFOs or cryptids or whatever it may be. Somebody specializes. Right. And that's one of the things that I know we've never been able to do. I know I haven't personally uh, been able to do because every week uh, I'm inundated with somebody talking about something new, which is super cool and super fascinating. But I mean, I wonder if you guys feel that same type of stress sometimes. Like I really would like to spend more time just doing one thing, maybe studying stuff more than doing the podcast. Do you guys run into that kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. We, um, you know, we, we kind of get a, a wild hair um, up our bums sometimes about certain topics and then we get hot to trot about it and, you know, uh, we want to explore it more because a lot of times Joe and I are just going down 50 rabbit holes per show, right? We're over in this direction, that direction, and, and it just sparks our interest in something, you know, like a lot of times depending on the type of conferences we're going to that month, we might tailor made our shows around that, whether it's a Bigfoot conference or UFO conference or, or, you know, a more paranormal ghost conference. But yeah, you know, I think one of the hard parts too is like staying on topic because you can go in 50 directions and then, you know, you want to bring good content for your show Mm -hmm. and not, you know, go off in la la land, which I tend to do a lot. We both do. Well, I Especially, think, you know, if I had a drink before the show, <laughs> oh. it only happened once. Yeah. It only happened once. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I, go ahead, Joe. There, go 
Oh, I'm sorry. And there's times like uh, our recent show that we just about Giants in Toledo. It's like you you go in thinking you're going to do a show about one thing, and all of a sudden you're learning so much that it takes you in a completely different route, and then you t- totally forget what the original show was supposed to be about. Yeah, and that happens sometimes. You know, especially when you're dealing with subjects like we're dealing with too. I think that that's a natural byproduct of just doing a show like this under that subject, as I said. Um, it's easy to go down a rabbit hole or go into weeds, like I say, too. Uh, and I think that's a healthy thing, though, too. I think, you know, and, you know, one thing we've been stressing a lot with this show has been, you know, the long-form discussion of sorts, right? Like, we don't do commercials here. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can have a long-form discussion and really explore a subject instead of as opposed to being interrupted every 10 or 15 minutes, whatever it is. Right. You can dive into oh, yeah. that and really get into the guts of what it may be for as long as you need. Because really, I mean, we don't with ghostly talk nowadays, we don't have any time limits. We've had some shows that have went for 40 minutes and we've had some shows that have went over three, four, you know, four hours to a point at one, a couple of shows. So there really isn't any cap on us. And that allows us, I think, to do what you're talking about, going down the rabbit hole, really getting into the muck of what whatever the subject may be. That's the way I think that, you know, podcast now, that's what I think makes podcasts so special. Uh, an independent podcast like ours is that we can go into subjects like this as deep and as long as we want. Oh, yeah. yeah and it, I find, too, that as we're doing our research for our topics, we find other topics related to that, and that's just great. It's content, and and then we have you know a plan for next week's show, and we're not looking at each other like the hell you want to talk about next week. I don't know. We talk about um, you know haunted something or other again now. So you know it's 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 such a fascinating field that we're in because there are so many different avenues that you could go down. One leads to another, which leads to a thought that leads to another discussion, and. You know, I can ramble on all night, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's the beauty of it. Like, you know, like you said, you can have a 40 minute show, you can have a three hour show. Yeah. You know, you don't want to stretch it out too far where you're just rambling on for three hours, which I could do easily. Mm. But, um, you know, we also, Joe and I really try to make a concerted effort to bring, you know, good, solid information and topics. Mm. Um, yeah, and don't get, you know, don't get us wrong. We have time. There's been times where we come into the studio to record something, and we're like, uh, "What do you want to record about?" And we're like, "All right, toss up. Let's just throw a, throw a topic in the air. We'll look up some info and give it to them." Right. Yeah, it's great. Because there are times where you just don't have anything, and you you got to put out a show. But we don't want to do something where we're just filling time. Right. What we made you? We'd like and... our audience to stick around for the next. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> Uh, what made you guys want to start your own podcast? Were you a ghost hunting group and uh, in, like in paranormal investigators before the before this podcast started? Well, I had always been in, interested in ghost hunting and had been doing it, um, you know, seriously since two thousand nine. Um, you know, even as a little kid, I was like watching In Search of and and you know. Uh, what was the one with Robert? Unsolved Mysteries, which Netflix is bringing back. Yeah, I heard that this morning. Yeah, that's cool. Um, And then Joe had, you know, like a couple of years ago, um, kind of got into listening to podcasts and 
she just said one day, you know, you're doing all this ghost stuff, and I'd really like to do a podcast. Let's mm-hmm. just put it together. And we're like, okay, let's do yeah, the world. I had an incident with my best friend who passed away, and that really propelled me into the ghosty side of it. Uh, before I was more interested in like UFOs and stuff, but when that happened, that really propelled propelled me into, you know, life after death and all that kind of stuff. And we're like, let's do a show about it. And I think a week later or two weeks later, we recorded our first show and haven't stopped since. Stopped. <laughs> Nonstop. Eat, sleep, podcast. That's all we do. <laughs> Well, you know, and that's that's one I think I always like to ask other podcasters, though, as I, you know, to roll back to that, is that that thing where, you know, yeah, the multiple subjects, you know, the the area of specializing, it's tough to do when you're doing a podcast, I think. Now, I'm, now with, with all the shows under your guys' belt also, you know, this is one thing I love to ask people from other podcasts, too, is... You know, and I, and I don't expect you don't have to name names or anything like that whatsoever. But I'm curious if they know after all the shows you've had, if there's any that really stick out. Because we've had some, I mean, over the years, uh, we had some pretty, you know, wild things happen on the air. Uh, I'm not pointing the, oh, my God, what a crazy person that was. That's not something I, we're not, we're talking about the paranormal all the time. There's nobody that's crazy that we've ever talked to. But we've had some things that stuck out to us, right? And I'm wondering if you guys have done any shows like that where something really stuck out that, you know, it just, it's one that always sticks out for you. Well, one thing, we were at St. Joseph's Hospital at one of the shows, and I definitely want to mention this gentleman's name because he's an awesome dude. Um, his name is London Holt. Okay, there was this kid walking around the, the convention, and he was talking to everybody, and we were, you know, I shouldn't think this way. I mean, I, I'm trying to change my ways, but. I looked at him like, who's this guy, you know, <laughs> and come over to our table and he's like talking to them thinking, whatever, dude, you know, and I'm like, he's like, you should have me on your show. And I'm like, well, we're recording. Why don't you sit down? And I tell you what, if you want to listen to somebody that's so interesting, this guy, London Holt is amazing. Really? He just, we could have talked to him for three hours. Mm-hmm. He's a wealth of knowledge and just a great guy. I mean, I, that's one of the times that really shocked me about someone it's like i i really have to teach myself not to judge a book by its cover yeah <laughs> well i know you know I, like go ahead jen oh i was just gonna say you know and just piggyback backing off of that it, some of the people that we have interviewed that um and you know almost everybody that we interviewed has always had a just a, a really great story mm-hmm. right ghost story or personal experience Um, you know, one of the really interesting people that we, Joe was like totally geeking out on this one. Like, Oh "Oh my gosh. And then we (laughs) have a little story about it. So Joe's very much into the universe, solar system, UFOs, what else is out there. One of the, the leading, um, nuclear physicist who was the only civilian who was in on the Roswell investigation with Stanton Freeman. Oh, yeah. And if anybody knows UFOs, they know Stanton Freeman. So Joe's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's Stanton Freeman. We're at a conference. We're at Michigan Paracon a couple of years ago. And he's, like, geeking out over Stanton Freeman, right? So he's like, we got to get him on our show. We got to get him on our show. <laughs> like, we're getting him on our show, right? Because he's sitting across from us. 
by himself just sitting there. You know, he's got like three books in front of him and people are coming by and talking to him. So the next day, the convention, we go to our booth. Or I'm sorry, we, we get up and we're going to go to our booth. We're at breakfast. And Stan Freeman comes up to Joe, and Joe's like, here's my moment. Here's my moment. And I think Stan Freeman says to him, he goes, where's the coffee? He thought I worked there. Oh. <laughs> and Joe's like, it's over there. Where's the cut? That's great. But anyways, he did come on our show, and uh, we got to talk to him, and it, it was amazing. He was like really, really cool dude after he started warming up to us. He kind of wasn't sure like what we were all about but um you know having him on our show was like a really really big honor because you know he's retired now he's not doing yeah. circuit circuit anymore so he says so he says yeah. i think i saw him on <laughs> somebody's circuit um but yeah you know we've we've had some really really amazing shows and like just really interesting people like joe tell tell them about the time that um the guy came to our yard sale oh yeah so we had a garage sale, like normal people do, I guess. And <laughs> we're sitting out front. We were the... raising money to go to a convention. Yeah. What, why we had this yard sale. All right. And, of course, we had a little table with all our, you know, our podcast stickers and all that out. And this guy, he's like, you know, everybody, once they find out what you do, they always have a story. And this guy started telling us a story about how he lived four miles from here. And in 1974, he had a Bigfoot encounter to where him and his friend were in the woods, which is not woods anymore. It's a fire department, but uh, he was in, walking through the woods and they saw Bigfoot and his friend literally froze. He, the guy that we were talking to, he said he ran out of the woods and noticed that his friend wasn't behind him anymore. So he had to go back Ooh. and his friend was in like a trance Yeah, to where he actually shook him and the kid came back to life and he was like, the kid didn't remember anything, but, this guy saw Bigfoot, what, four miles from our house? What the heck? So it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Like, you never know. You could be talking to somebody who's like the lead person in that field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you yeah. can talk to somebody who comes to your grad sale and both interesting stories. Yeah. You know, just, you just, you never know who you're going to have on and what story they're going to have. Like, it's just so cool. That's what makes this so much fun. Well, in this field, that's, that's what, it makes it, a lot of fun, but that to me is one of the key points. You know, it's one of my, it's one of the things that I stress to people. It's also one of the things that frustrates me the most also is that, you know, like someone like Stanton Freeman, we, you know, we had the pleasure to talk to him a couple of times, I think uh, back in the old, the old show. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, he's somebody who's been in this field. He was in this field for decades and decades, right? So he had a lot of experience, in this stuff, in UFOs especially, obviously. Um, he had a lot of experience. Was he an expert? I wouldn't consider him an expert on anything. I would consider him closer to an expert, I guess. But I wouldn't put that <laughs> title on him. He just had, he just dedicated his time, like I was talking about before, like some people just dedicate their time to one thing, right? So he, mm -hmm. he, he put all that power into that, all this power into that. And yeah, he had a lot of perspective a lot of really great stories to talk about. And yeah, that's what made him a very interesting person to come to conferences. And he still is going to conferences and talk on shows like ours too. Cause he's a fascinating person and he's got, you can learn from him. Right. However, oh yeah. again, going back on that idea that, you know, there are no experts. Yeah. There could be somebody that's not Stanton Freeman 
that's like me and Amber, and we saw a UFO, and we got a really interesting story to tell people. We tell it all the time to people, right? And I think mm-hmm. on that, we have the same perspective as any anybody who's an author, anybody who's a speaker out there on the conference circuit or whatever it may be. I don't think there's any you're, – you're not much different. That's why I always say there's – in this field – there are no experts. There, there can't be any yeah. experts in this stuff because nobody really knows what the hell's going on. Even Stanton Freeman, with forty years behind him, um, I don't think I, he's not an expert. I mean, and that's not a, that's not a shot to him at all. I respect the living hell out of Stanton Freeman, but I think it's a fact. Amber. You know what's a bummer too is I was listening to Stanton on another show, and he was asked if he had ever seen a UFO. And he has never seen one. He said that and to us a long time ago. I, I feel for someone like that because I've seen two very strange things that I feel were UFOs. And for someone like him who's been on the circuit, it's like, oh, I want him, you know, before Stanton leaves this planet, I yeah. hope he sees something. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Show yourself to Stanton. Come on, yeah. guys. But, <laughs> but that's, that's what makes this whole thing so interesting. I just go back to that point is – there are no experts and Stanton Freeman, who's dedicated four decades to this thing. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think to this day he really has ever seen anything. I know when we talked to him back in the day, like you said, Amber, um, he never said he saw anything. We saw something, Amber. We actually saw something that doesn't, that don't make us any better or any smarter or experts either. But I think that's just that weird equilibrium we have in this field where even the people that have books and books and, and years behind them, um, we're kind of all on the same playing field, I guess. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, if anybody comes up and says, I'm an expert, you'd be like, okay, on what? Prove it, you know? Well, that's what we've said for years here. I mean, and I've met people. I know you guys, I'm sure, have met people. And not to go into a bitch session here about this, but um, it's something I always stress to people. If somebody says that, I've said it, we said it at conferences, we said it at talks on the show here, uh, and I can't say it enough. If somebody comes to you involved, who's involved with studying the fringe and the paranormal like this stuff, and they have the audacity to say to you that you, they're an expert in something, run to the hills, get away from them as fast <laughs> as you can, because nine times out of ten, they're trying. I mean, I'll be I'll be frank. They're trying to sell you something, right? Yeah. Um, there. My favorite example is uh, the there was somebody out there who had a certified EVP training course that would give you a piece of paper that said that you were an EVP expert. And Where do was, I sign up? We, yeah. And it was a $200 it was a $200 course. $200 oh, you have no, to spend can, on. That. I can print up the brochure. Listen, I can do it for 150. Yeah. <laughs> I can print one off my computer and say I'm an expert. But I mean that but I'll get you the certificate. Yeah. But in all seriousness <laughs> seriousness though, I mean Okay, so you pay two hundred dollars, you go through a course, which I'm sure it's. I'm sure that course is probably interesting, right? I'm sure it probably. I hope it'd be some. It would have some degree of of technical stuff that you'd learn as a part part of that for the amount of money you're paying. So I don't think it would be boring. But at the end of that course, the, even the instructor, he don't know what the hell he's or he or she don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about because yeah. EVP is something we still don't know what the hell it is. So, yeah. I mean, I, I feel that. People that do go to those courses and that, if you learn one thing out of it, it's worth it. But like you said, at the end, don't give us a certificate that says expert. Give us a certificate, uh, like a certificate that says completed Completion. this course or something like that. Completion, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, if somebody wants to pay money to have someone teach them something, more power to you. I mean, that's not my point here. If somebody wants to do that, that's great. However, I think the finer points of this field are just that. 
there are no experts. I can't, I'll say it over and over again. There are no experts in this field. And I don't think someone should be giving you some type of accreditation for something that doesn't really exist. It's, it's a fake accreditation. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you could spend years yeah. researching it, and that's great. And you can have more experience than the person next to you. That's great, too. But, uh, yeah, the whole uh, – eh, I'm done with it. <laughs> but you guys know what I'm saying. It, <laughs> well, it, I think the, the only time that you're going to turn into an expert on, like, the paranormal is when you die. And then yeah. if, it, if this is real, you'll know. But if it's not, it's – You'll know also. Well, that's the great cosmic joke. And that's kind of what drives this field, I think, at least for the ghost hunting stuff, is just that. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great cosmic joke. I mean, yeah, we'll know what's going on someday. All of us will. You know, death and taxes. That's what You can't avoid either yeah. one of them. Um, and I mean, and a lot of people, when it comes to EVPs, for example, uh, a lot of people are putting a lot of energy into working on you know itc experiments and evp and they've been this has been going on for two decades now uh longer people, than that well i mean as far as like a lot of the hardcore people now that we have in the field we have presently i mean yeah as far as itc it, that goes back to the 50s and 60s though um but I th i'm seeing a lot more people you know and i think this may be the uh, the output of where we are now as far as social media and how we operate as a society but it seems like when someone prominent passes away, there's always someone to jump on that and say, well, I'm going to contact that person and talk to them. Um, some people, I think, are less, they're not as honest as other people, but some people I've talked to about this very same stuff who have been reaching out to people who are recently deceased who, who were famous, right? Um, mm -hmm. They've had some pretty compelling uh, things to talk about and say concerning their what they think is their contact with these people. So, I mean... I think that's something that's very cool in this field uh, that people, uh, they want to try to, you know, we're trying to find out what the hell happens after you die, <laughs> right? Um, oh, yeah. So, so obviously, you know, you're going to someone who, you know, and I mean, I know over the years I've heard a lot, a lot, lot, lot of theories on what the afterlife looks like from, uh, you know, from obviously a mechanical standpoint, uh, from a metaphysical standpoint. Uh, you know, well, this is there's, you know, mechanically, well, there's, you know, or, you know, there's this spot, there's this spot, there's that spot. You got to get to talk to these people in this spot because this is when they're the most exposed to our realm, for example, like ideas like that. So it seems like that's one avenue that I find the most interesting, I think, is the ITC route to try to talk to someone and say, hey, man, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> you know, um, that, I think that's a that's a that's a very interesting route to go down. And I think people are doing a lot of that. Now, you guys, um, you know, and before the show here, we were talking for a couple of minutes um, and you guys sent me a couple of EVPs. I don't know if I if I if I got to this at the right spot with you guys, but. I would like to talk about these two EVPs that you guys sent us. Would you guys care to chat about that right now? Yeah, so it just um, so everybody can understand, yeah. these are ones that we captured while we were recording our show. These weren't out in investigations. This is stuff that just happened in the studio. Well, yeah, and that's one thing <laughs> I wanted to talk to you guys about. That's one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about because we've had that happen on our show too over the years. We've had weird things happen while we were recording the show. Right. Yeah. And this happened mm -hmm. to you guys, too, huh? Yeah. And it's it's interesting, too, because we when it did happen, it's happened here at Joe's house, which is where we record. And 
Joe's like the anti-ghost magnet. Like nothing really ever happens to him. But now all of a sudden it's starting to happen over here. Now I have a lot of paranormal activity in my house. And I would think that, you know, if we were to record over there, we'd have more things happen. But now all of a sudden it's kind of flipped and it's coming over to Joe's house. I think it's following him home. But, um, yeah, just weird stuff. You know, like one time, and we didn't send you this one. This is in a clip. But we were sitting here. And we were recording, and normally Joe runs through his um, Zoom 6 and then into his laptop. Well, he didn't have the laptop on, but we had the, the Zoom recording. And all of a sudden, Ave Maria started playing out of nowhere. Like, what in the what world the is going on? Is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, expecting, like, the angels to come It was out. loud, too. It was really loud. We're like, what the what? I don't know. Can't explain it, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, two of the clips that we sent you, um, just weird things. I, I don't know. You know, you can't explain them. You, you know, all you can do is like document it and, and let people form their opinion after listening to it. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, if you wanted to play one of those. Yeah, well, sure. The one, um, the one that's called Hey Joe, we were sitting here recording and I'm facing, if I'm facing out the door of the studio. I can see my bedroom and the living room. In between there, I saw a blue light, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. So we were done recording, so Jen got up right away and went over there, and it was super cold. So she got out her phone, and she got out the spirit box and started recording. And if you want to play that, yeah, uh, it's clear as day. So I'm going to have to run this a couple times. I'm, I'm Like I said, we're, I'm working on... As we discussed before, I'm going to try to make this work. We'll see how it works. <laughs> All right. Tight. Here we go. We'll give it a whirl. All right. Here we go. Whose house am I in right now? I'm trying to confirm that you know who lives here. So that you guys heard that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, it, to me, it clearly says, hey, Joe. Let's play it one more time. <laughs> let's play it one more time. Okay. All right. Oh, I killed the volume. Hang on. I got to fix it. Who am I in right now? I'm trying to confirm that you know who lives here. Yeah, that does sound like Hey Joe. Were you, what kind of yeah. spirit box were you using? And was that an FM or an AM, FM or AM band? So it was the FM band. Okay. And I was doing it um, in reverse order. And when I use the spirit box, I don't. Um, extend the antenna okay. to try to not capture as much um, of right. the radio signal. But it was just interesting because it, it clearly, t- I mean, to me, just sounded like, hey, Joe. Yeah, it really does. And, and uh, well, you know. It, it, go ahead. You know, and I was thinking, too, if, you know, we know we know how that works. It sweeps the bands, and you'll hear DJs, you know, bits and pieces of DJs talking and that. But for it to just say that at that exact time, even if a DJ was saying, hey, Joe, you know, it's for it to pick it up at the exact time just freaked us out. Yeah, yeah. I was a little freaked out. <laughs> well, what I found but, really interesting with that piece of audio, too, is the voice we hear on the recording. And this is, I mean, I've heard this same phenomena before. We have a piece of audio that has the same artifact. Um, the voice you hear 
Sounds a bit like you, Jen. And I'm not saying anything, yeah. but I'm not insinuating in mm-hmm. any way anything at all. No, no. Um, but that voice, because let me play it one more time. I want to hear it one more time. All right. Come on, work. Okay, here we go. Whose house am I in right now? I'm trying to confirm that you know who lives here. So, yeah, that voice I'm hearing... Um, it sounds just a hair like, I mean, you know, you, you got a nice, you know, we hear you talking <laughs> and then, then your voice kicks in and that, I just find that very, very, very interesting. Uh, we've, we've, like I said before, we've had recordings ourselves where we've heard voices mimic like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I can't explain it. I don't think anybody can really explain it. Um, but I found that really interesting, but it pops right out. It's very clear, which you don't hear too much these days with, and that's, that's just a raw recording you guys, uh, that, that one you sent us. Yeah. I didn't edit that at all. Yep. That's and good. The thing is, I like I said with my best friend that passed, I constantly get signals from her in dreams, in real life, uh, just walking through. I'll, like the stupid REO Speedwagon song pops in that she's played over and over, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a long story. I won't bore you with it on here, but really? I'll tell you someday about it. Please. Yeah, that'd be great. What were you saying, Jeff? I was just going to say, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, people that have passed over or spirits on the other side use messages to get through to you. You know, maybe they can't have direct contact with you, but they could possibly manipulate, you know, a song that's going to be played. You know, who's to say that wasn't put in motion for that exact time for that song to come out just for you to hear. Like you get in your car, you're thinking about a song or you're thinking about a person and all of a sudden you hear something that relates to them. That's happened to me more times. That's happened to me more times than I can count. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and it's when you're talking about a subject like that, I mean, we're getting into things. I think that, you know, for the idea for you to hear, you know, like, let's just take this, break it down. You're walking down the street and a song pops in your head and you're like, man, I haven't heard that song in a long time. And then you walk to your car and you get in your car and you sit down and you turn on the radio or the radio may already be on. And what's on the radio? That very song. I've had this happen to me personally dozens and dozens of times. And that's made me think about all the variables involved uh, to get me to that place where I was to hear the song that I was just thinking about maybe a few minutes before. Right. Uh, I mean, literally like, little things like, well, what if you stopped for a minute to look at your phone or, or you bumped into somebody on the way to your car and you're talking with them for a second that you, you know, you're having a conversation. Um, or what if you see something in the sky and you look up in the sky and there's that. And what if, you know, there's a lot of little things that could stop you from getting there to that certain point where if you, you ended up having a conversation with somebody on the way to your car or whatever, um, you may have missed a song. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot. Of, so what's putting you there in, in, in that? And I mean, this, it's a rhetorical question, but, uh, you know, what's putting mm-hmm. you there at that moment in space and time to fulfill that 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 request, I guess, that you may have shot out to the universe uh, and, mm-hmm. it, and it answered you back sometimes. And I believe that I, I think that that happens sometimes that you, you do put out requests like that. Um, and, and you may get an answer back. And I find it, I, and it, and it may be for a lot of other, a lot of reasons, like maybe somebody like you were saying, uh, Joe, uh, um, maybe somebody, something else, somebody who isn't in this physical realm 
knew that you needed to hear that. Maybe they, yeah. they, and that's part of them trying to help you out and with, with the limited resources they have in this plane of existence now. So yeah. there's a lot of ways to look at that. I find it completely fascinating, but there's another, um, you you guys sent us another EVP here. Can we listen to that one? Yes. Uh, the, the background for that one is we recorded a show about the Greenbrier ghost. Okay. Um, if, if your listeners not familiar with it, it's a ghost back in, I believe the 1800s mm-hmm. that, solved her own murder by sending dream messages to her mother. Yeah, so it's the only case in the United States where they've used evidence um, from um, or testimony from a mother who received messages from this ghost who was a a woman who was murdered by her husband. Really? And at at the end of the show, we, we always give our call to action, you know, telling our listeners what to do. Yeah. And we were saying that now, I'm not sure if I gave you the the track that has both our voices on it or just my track, but we were sitting here recording, and I was talking about you know going to Jen's page and checking it out, and all of a sudden we heard this EVP. When we played it back, we found out that it was only in my track, so it wasn't something in the air that, you know, like a sound in the room or that. Yeah, yeah. And all that we had hooked up at the time was the Zoom H6 into our microphones. Okay. So the the uh, track I gave you might be the one with just my voice or it might be both of ours. So but you'll want... hear Joe talking and then you'll hear me yeah. talking in the background and then the EVP will happen. And I apologize for at the end where I sound like a goober really loud and go, hey. Before we get into that, though, there's something you just said that, that, that really sparked my interest. And that's the fact you said that you guys obviously had separate channels uh, through the Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. You said that you only yes. heard this in your channel, Joe. Yes. So now, I, we did hear it both both our headphones, but when we played it back, it was only in my channel. See, I find that really interesting because that's you're getting yeah. into a te- very, you know, you're getting into a physical level there where it's like, well, I, you know, does something that's disembodied a uh, ghost, an entity, whatever you want to call it, it, know, it, it knows that it has to enter through, you know, uh, why couldn't it just play? It seems like to me, and I mean, this is all just firing this stuff out there to see what, what people think, but um, it seems to me like, well, I could just make a noise in the air and it would it would be easier, but it sounds to me, and we've talked about that also in the past, I know you guys have too, where we found that these things sometimes come right through the device itself. It seems like we've heard yeah. sounds where it sounds like something is like right up on the microphone of the device, like right close there. Um, and to this, to me, I'm not saying that this thing was speaking into your mic, Joe, uh, but it sounds mm-hmm. like this thing worked its through, worked its way through that little, and that's, a, that's just a little handheld zoom, right? Is that one of the, yep. was it one of the handhelds? So it don't necessarily have sliders like a mixing board. It's just kind of a digital readout, right? Exactly. Okay. So, and that's another thing too. When I when I heard this, I ran through everything I could think of. I moved the wires around, you know, you know me. I'm like trying to figure out and or trying to redo the sound, and everything I tried, nothing came up. Really? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's I find really but interesting. I, I, I was trying to debunk it, you know, but yeah, I yeah. couldn't debunk this. Let's give this thing a listen. Let's give this a shot and see what All we right. hear here. All right. I'm going to play with it again. Bear with me, everybody. Okay. The the link's in the description below. And 
What the hell what was, was that? That was weird. I hope you guys all heard so, that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you're just hearing <laughs> Joe's track. Yeah. yeah. You can hear me talking, but then all of a sudden you just hear this woman screaming. All right. Well, so that's what we we're yeah. going to leave you with some take it away. Here, we'll play it again because that happened earlier in the track. Did it happen again later in, later in the in the audio, or is no. it just that one area? Oh, yeah, I don't know why it's playing that where it says the song at the end. So I may give you the unclipped that's version. Fi- that's fine. We can, but, we can cut yeah, that. Yeah, just no up where you hear that, that's pretty much the end of it, because after that I go, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> but anyhow. <laughs> let's, play it, let's play it again. I want to hear this again. All right. The, the link's in the description below. And what was that? That was weird. I hope you guys all heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've been having some weird things. <laughs> well, that was it. I mean, that's. Yeah. That was. To me. Go ahead, Joe. Go it was ahead. just weird. It was just weird because it was a we were talking about the Greenbrier ghost, which is a girl that got killed, and then that came through, and I tried everything I could to debunk it, and I cannot debunk that. I don't it, know what it. It was. sounds like, um, it does sound like someone who's, uh, like a scream. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's I don't know any other way to say it. It looks like it sounds like somebody. It's very distant sounding, though. That's the one thing I'm. Yeah. I, I picked out immediately is. It, it's very distant sounding, and um, you know what? I don't know if that thing actually played through the channel or not. <laughs> well, what what we'll do, um, if you guys don't mind, now I don't want to put you on the spot here because I just patched this uh, this software in like a, like before the show, and it may not be going through the board. I'm not sure. If both these um, pieces of audio we're talking about now. Um, could we put these up to have people listen to them? It's just as kind of a companion to this show. Would that be okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cause yeah, yeah give, us a, give us your opinions, you know, cause I can't think of anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm still working, like I said, people, I'm working the kinks out here. I'm just kind of looking at my levels on the board and I think it may be there actually, but I mean, I'm just kind of doing a quick scan right now as we're doing the show and I'm seeing like, Oh, did we, did we not get that? But who knows? We'll see. Uh, but I would like to yeah. put these up if that's cool. It's kind of a companion to the show for people. So yeah, Definitely. but those are super so interesting. Have you, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, have you guys experienced anything while you were taping um, your shows and anything on explain like that happened? Do you guys get stuff through your audio? Yeah, we had, um, and it's funny as I just talked to this gentleman this week and I'm not going to name any names right now, but, um, and some, I mean, the old listeners will know who this is anyways. Uh, we had a guy on the show who, um, you know, worked with EVP and uh, actually referred to himself as an audio medium. And Doug and I were doing, it was, you know, we used to do the off-night shows. We'd do our Sunday show, but then during the week we'd do other shows if people's schedules wouldn't work out. And this was one of those shows. And... As we were talking to this gentleman, we had just weird voices cutting through the line the whole, you know, the whole show, right? Um, unfortunately, I don't have any audio to play, um, but it's one of those archives I'm gonna I'm gonna feature pretty soon, I think, for people to listen to because I just like I said, I just talked to this guy this week again, uh, and possibly maybe having him come on the show again down the road. But I mean, we had the same. It was the same, you know, it was the same idea, Joe, uh, with like your thing. We, we we had something cutting through the line. 
We couldn't explain yeah. it. And especially in those those days, Doug and I were a real hard sell. And we couldn't explain that because we knew every inch of that equipment. So um, mm-hmm. we we knew everything was wired up and done correctly. There wasn't any type of, I mean, you're, it's never foolproof. I mean, to be fair, you never know what's going to happen with oh, this yeah. stuff. You're, you're dealing with a lot of stuff. And believe me, I'm an expert this week uh, from just doing all the work I had to do with this new system. But um, it was just one of those things where like, okay, we can't explain this. We've never had weird stuff like this cut through the line. Um now, I mean, in fairness, again, there could be, it could have been, this guy could have just been playing stuff. I don't know. We don't know. But, I mean, yeah. the thing that we found really interesting with that uh, was what, as this gentleman was talking, like these voices were cutting through, like, over him. Like, he was just talking, and he, it was like he couldn't hear anything. He couldn't hear what we were hearing, right? He was just mm-hmm. kind of riffing and talking, and we just were, we, we, we were the ones that would stop and say, Hey, did you hear that? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm what? Quit interrupting me. <laughs> you know? and we're like, yeah. We keep hearing this weird stuff. We don't get it. So, I mean, that's one of those ones that, you know, it stuck out. Like we had the same, you know, we had the same type of thing uh, and we were able to capture it. We got it, we got it on tape or at least, you know, digital medium. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it just, it, it, we, you can't explain it. I mean, I don't, I can't even begin to try to understand how that how, explain how that would work. I mean, from a technical standpoint, yeah. but what I do find really interesting with your guys is that, that the one we just played, um, the fact that you couldn't hear it in Jen's channel, you could only hear it in your channel, Joe, that really, exactly. that really kind of freak, not freaks me out in a bad way, but it, it makes me it's very interested in like how something, was able to recognize inside of that device, right? Because all you're yeah. dealing with then, you're not even dealing with, a, you know, like I say, we're not dealing, you're not dealing with a mixing board with sliders. You're dealing with just a digital interface that has the same concept, but it's just a digital mm-hmm. interface. It's, it's just a processor. Yeah. And so, if anybody has, you know, come to our shows of that, they see that really all we have is the Zoom H6 with two microphones plugged into it or three at the show. And the headphones. So it's not like we have the phone, like like right now I have the phone plugged into the external mic and everything yeah. so that we get this loop. Mm-hmm. But when we were recording that, basically all we had was two microphones, two headphones, and the recorder. Simple. I mean, the computer wasn't even plugged into it. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just a simple recording device. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. As a podcast, guys. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. I mean. No external microphone or nothing, just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Can't explain it. We're hoping to capture more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think? um, What do you, I mean, I'd like to know what your guys' thoughts are on the state of, and this may be a bit narrow, but I'm wondering what your guys' thoughts are on the state of the paranormal podcast community. The reason I ask this is there's a lot of shows now, uh, and I'm wondering you know, maybe where you guys think this is going to be going in the next couple of years or where you think it maybe is right now? Well, I think that the best way for this to go is to have 222 be the best one out there ever. (laughs) (laughs) Best answer Uh, ever. You know, it's it's interesting because I see a lot of parent. I'm going to use air quotes right now paranormal podcast right yeah yeah and see a lot of people who 
call themselves a podcast, but all they do is put their things on YouTube. What's your opinion on people who put stuff on YouTube versus going through a traditional podcasting or internet radio type show? Do you think that people can call themselves podcasters if they just put their little speech on, on YouTube? What's your opinion? I think yeah, I'm really fired up about it. I think it, it might not you might not necessarily call it a podcast, but when it's on YouTube, it's more like a vlog. It's a, it's a video yeah, right. diary, you know. Um, yeah. I, I I know a lot of people do the dual, uh, you know, posting it up on YouTube and all the podcast uh, apps and everything like that. It's just another medium. Some people like to queue up YouTube uh, for some reason, well, other yeah. you know, versus maybe iTunes or or something else. But uh, I, I think it's legitimate. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's quite the same as a, a traditional podcast, I guess. But well, I mean, podcast. Well, Go ahead, Jen. I just you know this this is this one thing that I, <laughs> like I don't get fired up about a lot of things, but it yeah. drives me nuts when people call themselves a podcast and they don't release their shows out on a traditional podcasting site. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You can have three shows and call yourself podcast, right? You, yeah. You know, if you're podcasting, you're broadcasting out through the podcasting um, uh, medias. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm always oh, a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, you are a YouTuber then. I think I I think podcasting myself. I you know I think it comes in all shapes and sizes to a certain degree, uh, but I do agree with you, Jen. I think there is a certain you know, there's a certain regimen you want to go by if you're, you know, I mean, my thing with a podcast, I, I want it to be easy, right? Uh, I mean, if I want to, and there's a handful of podcasts I enjoy listening to, paranormal ones and not paranormal ones, and all I want to do, you know, I'm I'm lazy. I don't use iTunes. I don't use any special apps or anything like that. I love iTunes. I think it's a fantastic platform. It just isn't what I use. I just I'm just like lazy and old and I just want to go to their website. You better have a website. <laughs> go to their website yeah. and download their show onto my phone, download an MP3 file and listen to it, right? Um mm-hmm. I like to go to the source personally. Uh I I don't there are a handful of things I will say that I do listen to on YouTube. Uh, there are some shows that I just gotten accustomed to just just queuing it up on YouTube and listening to it on my laptop or something like that. Um, well, and Joe Rogan films his podcast. So yeah, and that's so that's he, one thing too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but the guys, I mean, that, that's the top of the heap right there. Right. He's got a ton of you know a ton right. of resources, and yeah. He does do a film version. He does the YouTube thing. And then he does, you know, he does obviously have the download too. You can download it. So, I mean, I think it take. I think it's in a lot of different shapes and sizes, Jen. Uh, however, yeah. if you're going to do a podcast, yeah, I think you, to me, it's like our thing with, with ghostly talk is we want people to come to the site too. If they want to listen to the right mm-hmm. from the website, there should be an identity for the show, not just something that's on a bunch of different, like on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever they're else, Podbean. There's a lot of places that'll host your stuff, which is great. Uh, but I do think that you should have an, uh, an identity as a podcast and have your own house, so to say, right? Yeah, I just it just drives me crazy when people don't release anything on any type of podcasting um, media or yeah, platforms yeah. and then call themselves a podcast. I, I think right now I because we put a work in, you know, like I, yeah. I get mad about this. Like, <laughs> like we do a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to edit the shows, upload them, 
you know, create the show notes and do all the work behind it. And then for somebody to come up and, and like sit and talk into their cell phone for 35 minutes and then put it on YouTube and call themselves a podcast. I'm like, no, do the work. That yeah. is, that is, it's you peculiar. Know. <laughs> well, Step on my soapbox. <laughs> well, there was, uh, I don't know if it's still around or not, but there was, uh, what's, oh, blog talk. Uh, which I don't want to piss people off. I don't know if they're still around. No, or not. they are. That's still a platform. Are they still around? Yeah. Well, back their format, you know, years and years ago, when when we talked to them, they said, "Well, all you have to do is just call in here, and we record you on the phone, and you do your show." And I'm mm. like, "But that's gonna sound like shit. Like it's gonna sound like a phone line. You know, it did. phone it... lines sound good. Yeah. You know, like you guys sound great on here, right?" Um, Mm-hmm. Phone lines sound great, but I mean, we're doing it. We want to do a show here. That's part of the fun is to produce it and make it sound good and like do the work to make your show sound the best you can. If you're just going through, you know, and that's why the same, that's the same idea. I would, I would go at that with the same ferociousness that you're going at YouTube, Jen. Uh, Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not a podcaster. You just take your phone and you call somebody and you talk on your phone for an hour or whatever it may be. Uh, and you don't have to do anything. It just it just goes up and it's done. Like you don't have to do any type of post production. Um, you don't do any right. type of producing. And that to me that you know defeats the purpose of podcasting or what we call podcasting. Look, we when we started doing this originally, Doug and I we we wanted to be we wanted to do radio because we love listening to talk radio. So we wanted to do talk radio but you know we couldn't break into the business we we didn't have those resources so we just did it ourselves because we wanted to do talk radio right um and we mm-hmm. and, and we found all the challenges and headaches and frustration that came along with that trying to produce a good show doing the best job we could and that's to your point jen right there um yeah there are shortcut ways that there are clearly shortcut ways uh that People will do to well. Now I have a podcast. Well, no, it's not quite that simple. You know, you should. You know, there's more work that it's involved than just, like you said, turning your phone on uh, for 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 YouTube to do the video type thing or something like blog blog talk. And I mean, I'm not really. I mean, I'm not trying to. Well, I guess I did do a shot across blog talks bow, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not a podcast to me. I, mean, I if I want right. to listen to someone, I mean, yeah, of course, I know part of doing a radio show and a podcast as you talk to people on the phone, like we're doing right now with you guys. Um, but to have, if I want to listen to a phone conversation, well, I'll just make, I'll have my own phone conversation and I'll make it more interactive and just do my own phone conversation. I'll call my friend and talk to him. Right. So right. that to me doesn't work. And I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking like because he recorded on the phone, but I'm just saying that there are people out there that call themselves a podcast mm-hmm. and, don't release themselves on podcast sites. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, that, but, um, yeah, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's a, the only reason I get fired up about it is, is, you know, like Joe and I work really, really, really hard to, um, bring good content, uh, to bring a weekly show, which you know how it is. Oh yeah. To do a weekly show. Oh yeah. And, um, then you get people out there that are, you know, try to, I don't say write on coattails of podcasters, but you know, like, they they think it's easy and it's not. It's not easy. It's very it, difficult. It, this is a lot of work. It's a lot you know? of work. I'm tired. I need my beauty sleep, but no, I'd rather podcast than sleep. Yeah, right? it's it's a ton of work. Um, but it, and as far as like the state of the paranormal podcast, I you know I think they come and go. Um, 
I think in order to be successful or have some kind of longevity, you know, it just goes back to good content. Yeah. Um, people aren't going to listen if you're not interesting or you're not talking about something that's interesting. You know, if you're just sitting there dropping F-bombs for, you know, 35 minutes and 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 not being engaging yeah. or with your audience or know your audience, then you're not going to have, um, you know, the success. And I guess it just depends on, you know, what's your goal? What yeah. is your goal when you're podcasting? You know, are, are you just wanting to just have fun and do it? Are you trying to reach a certain level of listeners? Are you trying to get sponsors? You know, I, I guess it maybe it depends on what, what you want to get out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people over the years have asked, we've, you know, been, I've been honored to have people like, you know, at conferences or wherever we're at. And they were like, Hey, can I talk to you? I want to start a podcast up and I want some advice, you know, and I, which I'm always excited to talk to people about that. But the first thing I, I always say to people is, you know, what is your reason for wanting to do this? What inspired you Mm -hmm. that says you want to do a podcast on the paranormal? Uh, you know, that's the first question you have to ask yourself. Cause I'm telling you from experience, if you think you're going to make a lot of money doing this, not going to happen. <laughs> Just not going to You're going to spend a lot of money. Yeah. You're going to spend a lot me, of money. I know. Yeah. You're going to spend a ton of money. Yeah, we've got our calendar pretty much full and people, people are always coming up to me saying, Oh man, you get to travel. You get to do all that. Yeah. But we also have to pay for all that too. Right. Yeah. We, right. You pay for it yeah, all. We I pay mean, for it all. And then that's the, and that goes back to what I said. Why do you want to do this? Cause you better, you better do mm-hmm. it cause you like doing it. Cause that's going to be the, you know, right. that's going to be the satisfaction and the payoff, you know, at the end of the show, once it's all done. Um, one thing that's always been hard on me, like is the hardest time to do ghostly talk for me now is when the show's over with. Cause we have a lot of fun talking to people, of course, like you guys, uh, but after the show, that's when I have to sit down and do all the knob turning, right? And yeah. it's something I love to do, but at the same time, it's it's tedious and it's it's it, it's a grind sometimes, and it can be it can burn you a little bit. Uh, that's the hard time for me. But once I get o- that, that's the hump I have to get over myself. And once the show's done and it sounds good and we got it where we want it to be at. That's the payoff for me is being able to create something that that I think is hopefully helping people out, you know, but also for me and Amber and Bonnie and everybody that's involved with our show, it's something that pleases us just to do it. We enjoy doing it and putting it together for people. So it's a win-win in that aspect, I think. And, you know, I think it's it's kind of a... um a nice feeling and a good reward when you see how many downloads you get per week, because you know, people's time is precious right now. Like, you know, I know I work full time. I have a business besides doing this podcast and working full time plus take care of taking care of elderly patients or parents. So, you know, when I do have free time and I have time to listen to something, you know, I'm thankful. And I don't know if my listeners, you know, realize this or, or maybe they do, but I'm thankful that they take the time just to listen to my show and to yeah. Joe's show. Um, because they're one could be spending their time doing something else. Yeah. And you know, two, there's 8 million podcasts out there that they could be listening to, but you yeah. know, for them, to, for us to have like repeat listeners and, and have shows that, you know, like, wow, just, you know, 
It is humbling. Thousand downloads in one day. You know, like what the hell? Yeah. Oh, it must have been a really interesting topic. It's very, so, it's know, very it's, humbling. Um, even yeah. and it still does to me this day when, when somebody takes the time even to reach out and say, "Hey, I like listening to you guys." Uh, or somebody says it to us when we're out, when we're out somewhere, we're at a, at a, at a gathering, people say, it still blows my mind. Like, really, you guys like us? That's so cool. Like I, I, it don't ever get old to me. I think it's such an amazing feeling that somebody does take the time, um, to listen to what you're doing. Uh, I think some people take that for granted. They shouldn't, uh, you should, you should consider that absolutely precious because, um, they're taking their time to be with you. You know, at least it yeah. will listen to you talk. I think that's that's absolutely wonderful. I just want to tell you one story. It's a really funny story. Go ahead. So Joe and I went, and this is this is just awesome. So Joe and I, we uh, did this convention called Odd Mall, and it's kind of like a a mix of like just weird stuff, like yeah. a eclectic craft show. And um, these kids come up and they see our microphones. And they're looking at Joe and they're looking at the microphones. And these kids are like 10 years old. Yeah. And they look up at Joe like, wait a minute. Like the wheels are turning in their head. And one kid goes, are you a rapper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my was, stage name is Saran Rap. <laughs> we were, we were you gonna, a rapper. It was just funny. You know, it was like the, the kids were like, wait, this, wait, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you a rapper. You that's, know, and that's what makes why we do all the live shows. We try to hit as many conventions as we can because you never know what's going to happen. And it's so much fun. Well, you meet like a lot, you meet a lot of interesting guys. people too. Me on our show. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I remember I was at one convention and I'm sitting at the table. And I hear this guy talking. I'm like, I recognize that voice. And I'm like, how? Oh, and he says, yeah, my name's Scott. I'm with Ghostly Talk Radio. And I was like, <gasps> I listen to you all the time. <laughs> you guys are too kind true to us. True story, bro. Too, true story, bro. <laughs> Ghostly Talk! <laughs> 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 <laughs>